Hi, and welcome everyone to Mystic Magic, your everyday podcast about love, spirituality, and all that woo-woo stuff. And I'm one of your hosts. My name is Jenny, and I'm into yoga, I'm into tarot, energy healing, Reiki, and all of those wonderful witchy stuff. And I am joined by my co-host, my wonderful friend, Maria. Hi, I'm Maria. I'm a many-myth, multidimensional artist, <laughs> and I'm also a game designer and your local mm-hmm. bruja. I yeah. like. I also do Reiki, shamanism, and Sarfam Blue Branch. And welcome to our show. Music, 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 music. music. <laughs> no, I'm not video to eh. <laughs> so that's like go, you can totally see how animated we are. <laughs> but yeah, like so I don't know if you guys were able to listen to our last episode, but our last episode talked about um closing the year and then ending the year. And one of the things that we talked about there is whenever you do rituals, you really have to suspend disbelief when it comes to when it comes to engaging and stuff like that. And that's one of the things that I also want to highlight in this episode because today we will be talking about shamanic journeys and specifically how to engage in one, how to do one, what you do when you're inside a shamanic journey. And Right off the bat, one of the things that you really, really have to keep in mind whenever you engage in a shamanic journey is that you have to learn how to suspend disbelief because it can get pretty wild and it can get pretty out there. So it's really important for me, I think, that you be kind to yourself, not overthink if whatever is happening in your re- in your in your in your mind is real or not. Like, what do you think, Maria? Because mm. like, it's so one of those spiritual activities out there that sometimes even I find myself like questioning. If I'm like, mm. oh my god, am I going crazy? <laughs> like, There's a part of me that, especially for people who have dabbled in spirituality and mm-hmm. um, read about like energy systems, mm-hmm. it's biology. It's mm-hmm. in. I mean, you could if you meditate and rest your awareness like on the top mm-hmm. like uh about the palm's length above your head and you rest your mm-hmm. awareness on that chakra or mm-hmm. that just space yeah. you could definitely feel something mm-hmm. right you could definitely mm-hmm. feel something so my point is that a lot of what we're accessing in shamanic journeys is just eight chakra shit and just mm-hmm. stuff locked inside your body you know mm-hmm. and other spirits yeah if you if you ha- if you're a, a more competent a shaman kind of or more experienced practitioner so mm-hmm. there's just this part of me that there are i i don't know if this is comforting to other people but there are rules <laughs> to this there's a way to do this there's like this, this, if you do a b happens you know um yeah. there's like there we have so many texts from different cultures and different times about mm-hmm. how to see and how to hear how to mm-hmm. um keep yourself safe and doing stuff like this how to decode mm-hmm. images blah 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 mm-hmm. so if it's pretty consistent from every time every space every culture mm-hmm. and you do get signs and symbols and you are interested enough that you're listening to a podcast about how to do it then most probably <laughs> most probably bakalang you know most probably you can do it Right? It's yep. kinda, so there's this part of me that's like, this is just biology in a way. Mm-hmm. It, it's mm-hmm. just like, if you rest enough and then you will see something and then yeah. you don't need to like be scared of third eye stuff. Just You mm-hmm. just see stuff. 
in your mind's eye mm-hmm. and they are very helpful to you. It, yeah. you know, and there's this part of me that's like, even if you don't believe it, um, just like what I said in the last episode, what if you did? Like, what if the, yeah. what if it's just, what if it's actually helpful? Right. So mm-hmm. there's no harm in, and when I say there's no harm in trying, it's because we're going to tell you how to do it safely. So, yeah. It, and then- so it, yeah, and yeah, and it's yeah. also like just before starting like a shamanic journey, I really feel like it's one, it's important to suspend disbelief and also to trust the entire process because mm. you can't fuck this up. Just like with a lot of like spiritual activities, you really can't mm. screw the process up because the entire mm. system is intelligent. You are protected no matter what you do. And so I feel like it's important that you trust your body because like just what Maria mm. said, it's all about things it's all about accessing whatever it is that is inside your body and it's just like really trusting mm. trusting that part of yourself so how do you do how do you do one maria like what, do, yeah. what are the things that you do when whenever you do like a shamanic journey but what is it mostly for uh, you? i i just wanna i just wanna note something before i start yeah. that thing um in terms of like how to do it wrongly i think the only mm. wrong way to do it is if you have like really fucked up intentions like, <laughs> yeah, um, that is true. Um, like if you're like a bunch of kids who don't know what they're meddling with and they're trying uh-huh. to like tap into the fucking ghosts of a fucking messed up space. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. girl, <laughs> girl, girl, don't do that. <laughs> and that probably don't do that. that. That podcast is not for people like that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm just no, I'm just saying that um in terms of like I, I guess just like what we said with the yeah. episode beforehand that the intention really overrides everything. That's so in terms true. of um how to start, um I think that yeah, you just open with this intention of really what it's going to be about yeah Mm. for me how to start is basically find a way that makes you feel really relaxed um, Mm -hmm. makes you feel really open um Mm -hmm. do whatever meditation fits you but for Mm -hmm. me i just count to 10 in terms of just i just say to myself maria you are the most relaxed ever in your fucking life i'm staying i love it and then and then (laughs) you just you just flop I like lying yeah. down. I don't, mm-hmm. I'm sitting down is special occasions, but usually I'm lying down. Um, Me too. And then it takes a long time. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And then when I'm relaxed enough, I go picture like a very vacuum, um, a very empty space, a very black space. Um, and I intend that this is a space that speaks to me, the truth, the, the highest love, um, cares for me and wants me to know what, um, lets me know what I'm ready for and the mm-hmm. best way that I will yeah, I actually that. understand. Because it, yo, that, yeah. it's, it happens a lot where they will show you stuff and you're like, I don't get it. <laughs> so I say, I want to see things that I will understand. <laughs> so mm-hmm. it's like, so, so you have to, you have to, in, you have to install these things, guys. Mm-hmm. So when you make mm-hmm. a shamanic journey, you, you, you state those things so that the, the messages that come, Come with those attributes, you know. So you you mm-hmm. you ask them to be for your highest good, and that you understand them, and that they're loving and healing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. That's so true. you you so you relax, and then you put that intention. Next, mm-hmm. the fun part. You give them mm-hmm. your problem. <laughs> you give you give them you give them your problem. You but give wait, them who your is question. them? Oh, okay. So it can be a various things. Um, so that vacuous empty space could be God. 
to be mm-hmm. your highest self. Um, mm-hmm. If you resonate with guides, um, mm-hmm. I, I really feel like this is like a personal choice because mm-hmm. some people they work like really the well. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. I feel like some people work really well with angels. Some people work really well with elementals. Some people really work really well with like the angel of a specific space or a fountain or a. I didn't mean. Uh, I wanted to say waterfalls, but I said fountain. But anyway, um, <laughs> so ang point ko is that you could you know whatever. Whatever is sacred to you, basically. Mm-hmm. There you go. Um, yeah. In terms of saying, giving them your question, um, you could have a question that is positively phrased. So mm-hmm. um, don't beat yourself up when you're giving it to them because um, mm-hmm. it kind of muddles the energy. That's mm-hmm. one. And if, you, if you're if you scared of messing up how to ask a question, for me, this is really helpful. Just give them a symbol. So mm-hmm. for example... I feel like my heart is trapped. It's in a cage. Just give them a caged heart. Don't give them. I mean, you can if you want to. You make them your therapist that you you're you're like you have like a Russian novel length of why your heart feels trapped. Or you can mm-hmm. just give them the fucking image of the trapped heart. It's mm-hmm. it works the same way. So mm-hmm. for me, I like giving them images if mm-hmm. I don't feel like talking, and then. Mm-hmm. If I sit there long enough, the images change. And mm-hmm. um, in Native American practices, Aboriginal practices, these images can come in half spaces of dreams or in deep meditative states. Mm-hmm. Um, and they will be, and then you can interpret them in terms of like, um, for me, because the images, okay, fine. Mm-hmm. Some people hear words, fine. But for me, images are more common, especially the traditional shamanic pro practices mm-hmm. yeah they, they, they give you a lot of images so it's almost like deciphering how that image feels first and then mm-hmm. maybe when you crawl out of the mm-hmm. deep meditative state then mm-hmm. you be like ah i think this is what it means yeah and i feel like that this is what it means comes clearly as long as you're open and when mm-hmm. i mean open is that you're black like mm-hmm. you're not in a rush of solving it yourself because the point of the journey was tapping a deeper part of you or Mm -hmm. something higher or like something different from you to help you have new Mm -hmm. insight on the Mm -hmm. thing so i feel like just being like that's um, yeah yeah being empty enough so that you'd be like okay this is the image something what does it mean wait long enough you breathe long enough and then you you find an interpretation so that so Mm -hmm. that's me how about you so me, um, for me, like I'm going to focus on like the more physical aspects of the shamanic journey. So a lot of coaches mm. have, you know, um, have recorded, have recorded um, like annals of um, shamanic journeys. But basically, traditionally, a shamanic journey involves drumming. So I suggest yes. if you're completely new to this, um, there are lots of like resources in YouTube that you can tap and they'd have like shamanic meditation guides that you guys can try out. But traditionally, it's done with drumming music. And usually the visualization is for me, I also do it lying down because like my shamanic journeys have a tendency to be long, like more than 30 minutes. So I like lie down mm. and then I put on my headphones and then I like listen to drums. And traditionally, what you do is you imagine a tree and then mm, you go inside correct. that tree and then somehow when you go inside that tree, you magically appear in dream world or in a different dimension. Mm. And like what Maria said, like you, I, I usually do my shamanic journeys whenever I don't know what to do with a specific problems or in order to get mm. insight within a particular situation, I do a shamanic journeys. And 
when I go into shamanic journeys, that's when I connect to my ancestors. That's why I feel like crying mm-hmm. now because that's oh. how, yeah, because like that's where, that's where I talk to my grandmothers, my great grandfathers. Mm-hmm. So all of the people who have been there before me and who protect me, that's how I talk to them. I talk to them through my shamanic journeys. And because like mm-hmm. Maria said, like you can talk with your guides in a shamanic journey. You can talk with God. Like I personally talk to my ancestors whenever I do a shamanic journey. And they come to me in the form of animals, like spirit guides. So my spirit mm. guides are my ancestors. And yours, like whoever shows up in dreamland that would be there for you, um, they are, you can consider them your spirit guides. So mine appears in a form of animals. So every time I do a shamanic journey, the same guides would be there. The same animals would be there interacting with me. And then you can do a lot of things with a guide. So just like Maria said, um, you present them a problem. You present them with a situation. And then usually they show you what you can do with it. But for me also, images work work a lot. So I do things with my guides though. So like I enter, I enter dreamland. And then my guides would be there waiting for me. And then maybe we'd go to a place and then they'd show me how to show me how to work through whatever issue I was having. Sometimes I can also um, I can ride the animals. My spirit is so strange. Mm. But, you know, that that has happened to me sometimes. But really at the end of it all, like whatever it is that you do during your journey. I feel like it's important that you trust yourself with whatever it is that you receive. You don't question it. And whatever it is that you interpret out of the entire experience is going to be the right one. That's why it's really important to not judge yourself and think like, is this really wrong? Am I might just like brain pretend. Is this really real? Yes, it's all, it's all real. And that was the point of it for you to, for your mind to unfreeze itself and look at mm. different options because usually we mostly like we already know how to solve the problem we just don't really listen to ourselves enough in order to access that inner wisdom that we have and that's what shamanic journeys um do for me and also just another thing um if you can try like i like doing shamanic journeys with other people uh they, i yes. used to go to a class in white space that's in katipunan and it was a live shamanic journey and it was the mm. best spiritual like for me like the the energy of that shamanic journey class was just like over the top because we had live musicians so we had a trombone Mm. player we had live drumming and then we had a sax player and we had like our teacher was guiding us it was jammy and she was guiding us all throughout the journey and it was just like the most magical thing i have ever done in my entire life so i absolutely recommend you guys um doing shamanic journeys with other people and um, also doing it with live music, if you can. Um, the music is there. Like I've read somewhere that the music is there for you to get into that meditative state, meditative set state because it's just continued drumming. It's like it's not like it's just constant drumming like all throughout. Like sometimes the pace would change, but it's basically consistent. And that is there to induce like, you know, a deep trance. There you go. I also really want to emphasize that the reason why it's easier in a way with other people is because you train your state with others. Um, it's like yeah, when you're more comfortable so with, 
or you feel more comfortable around other people or you feel more confident mm-hmm. around other people. So even going to this deep state, um, that's the reason why there's terms like space holders or guides because they mm-hmm. can hold that state for you, especially if mm-hmm. you're new, so that you could just copy them. You could just mm-hmm. you could just tap into it, you know, mm-hmm. and then there's this momentum of the circle and the space going into it. And the same thing happens with music because, especially mm-hmm. with musicians who are into this, um, they will mm-hmm. put their intentions with the sound. Um, That's and so true. And, and the tracks that are designed for shamanic journeys or for journeys specifically mm-hmm. has this. They even. They can be even specific to the theme, be specific to the theme of whatever the hell you're trying to discover. Mm-hmm. So if it's mm-hmm. about love or if it's about oh, what else would you find? Oh, shadow work, uh, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. alternate lifetimes, you know. Mm-hmm. So it's that specific and the, and the music helps in the specificity. Yeah? That's true. Um, and then another thing that I want to emphasize, and I was thinking about this before you said it at the Jenny, mm-hmm. space is also really important in terms mm-hmm. of like, if you have a place that is sacred to you. So for example, mm-hmm. if you have an altar, if you yes. want to do it in church, mm-hmm. if you want to do it just somewhere where you feel like you feel the divine more. Yeah. <laughs> so you do it there. So it's just, mm-hmm. it just makes things easier. But I also want to um, just leave the thought out there that mm-hmm. once you become really adept in this, um, mm-hmm. like if you're like your eight chakra is swole or something, mm-hmm. um, you could do this instantly. Um, mm-hmm. wherever, like in the mm-hmm. grocery store, in the, you can open, close it almost like a channel on top of mm-hmm. your head or your third eye if you want to. Mm-hmm. Um, in terms of like asking them that, okay, how, um, should, it's almost like what is the vibe of job offer A or B? And then you're suddenly given an image of, oh, A is a closed hand. Oh, B is like a tall tree. So it's up to you if, which energy you want to pick. So mm-hmm. I think that's mm-hmm. what people also kind of train in terms of mm-hmm. like listening to their intuition. But mm-hmm. shamanic journeys are just more focused, more designed, more, there's just, um, I don't want to say it's more intense, but it's just deeper. It's just deeper. And I'm, mm-hmm. I just want to say that the signs and symbols and the speech that you receive in that realm could permeate your living life too, in terms mm-hmm. of like your smallest choices. Once you get a hang of it, it's kind of like, yeah, it's like a muscle. It's like, uh, if you get, it's like, um, trying to find like Mm -hmm. a good metaphor. It's like if you get used to, um, writing in a certain way or breathing Mm -hmm. in a certain way and then you practice it long enough, it just becomes easier and just don't, or if you're driving, there you go. If, Mm -hmm. if, if you learn how to drive at some point, you don't think about it, right? Mm -hmm. So if you get so good at tapping into this, space voice um this connection mm-hmm. and trust with the divine because mm-hmm. that's what the eighth chakra is it's for me personally um when you do journeys it's always eighth chakra mm-hmm. um so because it's that it's the chakra that's related to trusting the allness mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. so once you get super 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 used to that energy mm-hmm. you don't really need to think about it too much it's like you just snap your fingers and you're there Right. Yeah. So I think yeah. that I think I think that's what I wanna um I guess not really encourage, but more of like say, hey, there's that yeah. dimension yeah. of out. like yeah, 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 like like if you're driving, there's a point where you don't even think about all the uh, movements of yeah. 
while you're driving. So at some point, this is all, this becomes so installed in your body that you don't even need to go through the process of, mm-hmm. oh, I'm doing a journey. It's, it's yeah. no, you're, you're just talking with someone and then suddenly mm-hmm. the, the insight is going out of your fucking mouth yeah. because you're yeah. that installed in that space of trust. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So this is so this is really fun when you're with a bunch of psychics because because <laughs> it's I, like you're just talking and then you're all like holy crap! <laughs> I'm like I'm like girl, like, you I, know this. <laughs> my most like I'd have to say that's like my most intense spiritual experiences came out of like shamanic journeys with other people because um, mm. I feel for me at least it's just. Mm. more intense in terms of like mm. energy it's denser it's more dynamic especially if you have live music and you have like other people doing the journeys with mm. you um mm. it's like really one of the best i love doing shamanic journeys with other people but that only happens to me when i'm with other people when i'm on my own it's not that intense but i still like mm. to do what i still like to do it whenever i need to talk to my ancestors i want to be more quiet but I absolutely resonate mm. with what you said that it's super fun when, when you go do with like a bunch of other I also want to say yeah. as like the um the residenting artist of this packing podcast <laughs> that if you're an artist and you get to that <laughs> deep state of flow when you're dancing when you're making art you can ask the question to the void or to God or to whatever is sacred to you while you're making the art while you're dancing and if mm-hmm. you watch the video, if you look at the art, um, sometimes, alam mo yung parang you channeled the work and then it's not you who made the thing or who wrote mm-hmm. the thing. So even for people mm-hmm. who are also writers, mm-hmm. it's like, oh, that's not me kind of thing. Yes, that's also a journey in a mm-hmm. way. Especially if you have, I love it. you do the journeying before you go to the piece of paper or to the movement or to the mm-hmm. whatever your medium is. Mm-hmm. So it's a really nice way mm-hmm. to incorporate your work in a way because your work mm-hmm. is so much part of you also if you're an artist so anyway that is my final thoughts on the yeah, how to like, do the shamanic journey just another like just another thing though because i do i'm also involved with i'm also involved with um hypnotherapy I like in a shamanic journey to a hypnotherapy session because I'm also into hypnotherapy. Actually, I'm a certified hypnotherapist. I just don't really practice it. But whenever I'm in a hypnotherapy session, it really feels like a shamanic journey as well. So a shamanic journey, just like a hypnotherapy session, is a wonderful way for you guys to start exploring your unconscious, that part of yourself that you don't really get to, you don't really get to access on a normal basis because we're so um, we're so focused on the prefrontal cortex, that part of your brain that does logical thinking and stuff like that but um shamanic journeys is great with dealing with like that that unconscious part of your brain if you want to access that i highly suggest doing a shamanic journey it's going to be it's going to be very fun and it's going to provide like a lot of insight to things that you weren't really aware of so again if you not if you're not comfortable doing a shamanic journeys on your own, I suggest YouTube as well. There are so many guided meditations there that you can do that involve shamanic journeys. But uh, Maria and I uh, find this, yeah, find this super duper effective. Uh, so we recommend that you try it. So yeah. Anyway, thank you so much for tuning into Mystic Magic again, and we'll see you in our next episode. We're sending love. Bye. Bye.
Mystic Magic is produced, recorded, and distributed by Big Baby Studios. You can find us on facebook.com slash mysticmagicpodcast and find our episodes on Spotify, iTunes, YouTube, and wherever you get your podcasts.